we talked about the offense. I don't think there's that big of a drop-off, even if there is a drop-off. The reason I like UCLA actually is their defense. Not that they're going to be like top 40 in the country even or anything like that, but nine starters are back. This is the best defense since Chip Kelly's taken that job. He calls their defensive line the strength of the team. They were close last year to be an 11-win team. They were mm-hmm. a couple plays away. So this year, the reason I like them, they don't play Washington. They don't play Oregon. They do get Utah, USC, and Oregon State on the road. But, you know, when I bet this win total, I looked at all those as losses. I like their upside, Matt. I think they got. I think they get to nine wins. So. No, I, I, I like, you know, UCLA, again, the, the roster on paper, I do like. I just, I worry about all the hype with Dante Moore, and when there's a lot of hype, yeah. there's a high win total. So I just want to wait and see. But uh, I do like them on paper. All right, another team I played over on is Oregon State for the second year in a row. I love the Beavers because I love Jonathan Jonathan Smith. And oh, I think last year one of the best proved he's the real deal. Uh, so the updated win total right now, now it's up to 8.5. It's plus money to the over, plus 115 for the Beavers to reach nine wins. The under, minus 135. We talked about this a couple nights ago. DJU leaves Clemson. Mm-hmm. He becomes the quarterback of Oregon State. I don't know what you think about DJU, but I think he's an upgrade. I would agree. You're right? I yeah. would agree. Yeah. Damian Martinez is one of the best running backs in the conference, if not the best. I don't love their wide receiver room. We're probably going to see a ton of two tight end sets. I know you lose a tight end like Musgrave, but Jermaine Terry should probably have a big year. Their offensive line, once again, going to be the strength. They're going to be a Joe Moore award candidate. 109 career starts back there. Overall on offense, I think we both agree, DJ an upgraded quarterback. Eight starters are back. I don't think they drop off. If anything, I upgrade them a tick. Defense, that'd be the worry this season because they only bring back five starters. Four of them are on their defensive line. So I do think that their sack numbers should improve. Five of their top eight DBs come back that have some playing experience. But like you look at the home field advantage. We're going to talk about this with Utah. Oregon State the last two years, 12-1 at home, and they avoid USC. They don't have to play USC, the best team in the conference. And most of their big games are at home. Utah, UCLA, and Washington – all at Oregon Correct. State. I think they get to 10 wins again. I love Oregon State to go over 8.5, and, and I love the plus money. I'm completely with you, man. The Their road schedule is completely doable. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Oregon's the only game that worries you, and that's the Civil War. I mean, that's a rivalry game. You threw everything out the door for that. Bo Nix really struggled against them last year. And then, like you said, outside of Oregon, their three hardest games are at home. Washington, UCLA, and Utah. I love the way the schedule sets up. I think a change of scenery for DJU is going to be huge. We all saw the game against Notre Dame. Like, we see the talent is there. Who won that game? Let the people know. Notre Dame did. Hell yeah, Notre we did. Dame sure, did. Trevor Lawrence had COVID. Yeah. The weirdest thing was he was at the game. Like, he, did, he had yeah. COVID. He was there. But yeah, go on. Sorry. No, he was. <laughs> Was he wearing a? He was wearing a mask. Remember COVID? Like Nick Saban had it nine times, and he was still like yelling at officials. They're like, "Dude, back up a little bit." That was the best. Yeah, yeah. No, that was funny. But uh, no, I like the schedule for Oregon State. I like that over eight and a half, huh? Yeah, that's what it is. Eight and a half, and it's plus money. Again, twelve and one at home the last two seasons. Not only do I like the win total, ten to one on the Beavs to win the Pac-12. Sprinkle that. Sprinkle that. You can get wild if you want. You can get wild if you want. But yeah, twelve and one at home the last two years. Utah, UCLA, Washington, all at home like you said their toughest road game is Oregon you know they're going to be up for that one and there might be a little dip in Oregon's play offensively we'll talk about that later though I want to talk Washington football because I absolutely love Kalen DeBoer um, the number one president of his fan club but I do have a sweat going on yeah, so it's 4-3 Orioles alright so Washington last year Yes, I was surprised at how good they look number oh, one how can you not in be? EPA per play I love Kalen DeBoer he's a football genius love watching this offense I also think last season showed that 
Jimmy Lake was the worst coach in college football history. So Jimmy Lake bad. does not deserve a job. No. I would not want him coaching my high school. Is he team. coaching anywhere right now? Let me actually look where Jimmy Lake is. Yeah, I want to know if he's like a DC. Because somewhere. this is going to drive me. Would nuts. you let him coach Nathan Horvath's 10U team? Absolutely not. Okay. Oh my God, he is an assistant for the Rams right now. Is he? He's only 46 years old. We got to bet some Rams overs. Well, we got to bet the opposing team total overs. What, like, what could McVeigh possibly have seen to be like? We got to bring this guy in anyway. Mm, uh, Michael Penix is back for his senior season. Threw for a school record four thousand six hundred and forty-one yards last season. Second in the entire country in passing yards. I do like his Heisman odds a little bit if he could stay healthy. Also, he learned like don't leave the pocket because at Indiana, every time he got hit or breathed on, he got hurt. Uh, Running backs, they lose their top back, but they bring back their second leading rusher in Cam Davis. I think I like Cameron Davis probably the best in this room. Not much drop-off. Also, they stole uh, Dylan Johnson away from the SEC in the portal, too. So they'll be stacked at running back at Washington. Their top five wide receivers are back. I think this is, if not the best wide receiver room in the country, it's probably number two. It's up there with USC. They have Jalen McKillen back. He, uh, McMillan back. He had 79 receptions last year. I really like... Roma Dumze, he's back. He set a school record last year, had four straight 100-yard receiving games. They're so good, Jalen Polk's the number three, and he had over 600 receiving yards. So they're loaded at the skill position uh, groups. O-line, only two starters are back, but they're really solid. The only concern I'd have with this whole offense, the interior of their offensive line. They lose their starting center, probably their biggest question mark. But you're looking at an offense last year that averaged over 39 points per game and 500 yards. So I don't think there's going to be that big of a drop-off. Although last season they faced an average schedule of defenses in the 80s. This year they bump up into the 50s. Schedule gets tougher this year. But as long as Penix stays healthy, I don't think the offense will be an issue. Mm -hmm. The defense had a really good spring game. They bring back eight starters. I think their, should, their goals this year should be like top 50. Their defensive line is going to be uh, the strength. Three starters are back. ZTF is back. He had seven sacks in four games back in 2020. Seems like it was like 50 years ago because he tore his Achilles. Uh, he's back this year. And Braylon Trice is back. He had nine sacks last year. Two linebackers are back. Uh, their secondary loses Alex Cook and Jordan Perriman's gone, but they bring in Jabbar Muhammad from OK State in the transfer portal. Tougher schedule. Um... So I think the only thing I would do, I didn't do anything with Washington. I was looking for the Penix Heisman odds for some reason off the board right now. They get uh, Utah and USC, and last year they were awesome, but they had three close wins. This roll it, year, man, roll it, do get roll it. it. Oh, Horvat! Final. It's a ball game. Four three. Oh, unless thank God. they review it, I think that's it. No. Come on. No. Come on. You know how big of a no. win that is. Oh. Come on. All right. That's what right. I'm talking about. Now, back right, to I can focus now on exactly, all that. You. Exactly. Washington right. Huskies. Washington, that wide Woo! receiver room. Jalen McMillan, 79 grabs last year. Rome Adunzier, school record, four straight 100 receiving yards. Uh, O-line, my only concern, offense is going to be fine. Defense, nine starters are back. I can't wait to watch ZTF. As long as he's the same player before that Achilles injury. Obviously a devastating injury for a 19-year-old kid. And then uh, Braylon Trice had nine sacks last year. The reason I didn't go over on Washington or didn't play them to win the Pac-12 is the schedule. They bump up this year. You look at the opposing defenses. They also get Utah and USC. Three close wins last year. Oregon, USC, Oregon State, Utah all on the schedule. That's too tough. I love Kalen DeBoer. Love Michael Penix. I'm staying away from uh, Washington this season. What about you? It's tough, man. I just, Penix was so good last year. How shocked were you with how good he was? 
I was shocked he stayed healthy, but I mean, yeah. like pushing the ball down the field, the number two passer in the country. I was shocked with how good him and Bo Nix were. Um, also, like, kind of shows how weak Pac-12 defenses are, but it is what it is. That too. You know, Washington is going to be an interesting team. I think they're actually one of the teams in the Pac-12 whose defense kind of matches their offense a little bit, right? Like when you think UCL or USC and how high-powered that offense is, no defense. UCLA, you worry about the defense a little bit. Washington, their defense can definitely give up points, but I would trust them more than some of the other teams in the conference. Penix is just, I mean, he was a monster last year. DeBoer, you talked about it. What a job. Sioux Falls legend did. right there. Kalen DeBoer, man. I love him. Horvat, I, I take a bullet for Kalen DeBoer. What I don't like is that they're at USC and that they're at Oregon State this year. That uh, is what I don't like. Shout out to Scott as well. He uh, just gave us the fan duel or the uh, the uh, other odds of course for uh, Michael Penix to win the Heisman. Twelve to one, Peach. Twelve to one still for Michael Penix, and if he could stay healthy, Here's I think a- he's going to have another big year. And you know, Kalen DeBoer is going to let him push the ball down the field. And like, if I'm playing a Heisman ticket for a quarterback, I'm looking at the wide receiver room. So I know we've only had one two-time Heisman winner ever, but if Caleb Williams plays all twelve games, he's probably got a good chance. If Michael Penix plays all 12 games with those wide receivers and that play caller, he's got a good chance. Let me ask you a question. Outside of Caleb Williams, if you could bet a Heisman ticket on any of these quarterbacks, who would you bet? Michael Penix. You'd bet Penix? I did bet Michael Penix. Did you? I bet Michael Penix. Yeah. I'll give out all my plays a little bit later on. But in in the Pac-12, that was the... Actually, so I played two dudes in the Pac-12, though. Um, one of them is a quarterback. One of them is a wide receiver, and his odds were 35-1. to 1. We'll talk about him a little bit later. That's what we call a tease in the biz. I mean, Oregon's, uh, Washington's schedule, man, I just I don't like those two row games against Oregon State and USC. I think there's a, there's a great shot they get off to a 5-0 and start this season before they play Oregon at home. Oregon and Washington hate each other, as we know from Trista. She tells us all the time how much they hate Washington. Yeah. And then Arizona State after that. I mean, if they win that Oregon game, Ryan, they could be looking at 7-0. and Then they play Stanford 8-0. and I mean, that could be an 8-0 and matchup heading into uh, that game against USC on November 4th. Could you imagine if we get Bama LSU and Washington USC? In the same weekend? Both undefeated, same weekend. That'd oh. just be tremendous stuff. It really would. But that's the thing. Like, I love Washington. I am high on them coming into the season. I'll be betting them week by week. But three close wins last year and now Oregon, USC, Oregon State, and Utah on the schedule. Way too much. What about the Oregon Ducks? I'm a big Dan Lanning fan. I love his social media videos where he's just smoking a big stogie, celebrating his uh, transfer portal or his recruiting class. Their schedule of defenses makes me feel really good about the offense this season. What makes me feel really bad about the offense or worries me is the thing that we talked about earlier with Arizona State. They lose Kenny Dillingham as their offensive coordinator. Yeah. And the reason that's important is Bo Nix had his best season last year under Dillingham, but Dillingham also recruited Bo Nix to Auburn because he spent two years at Auburn with Bo Nix. Bo Nix last season was awesome. He was like a video game. 71% completion percentage, 29 touchdowns, just seven picks. And if you watched Bo Nix in the SEC, you know why that was so amazing. Also had 510 rushing yards. And think of how much better those numbers would have been if he wasn't gutting out a high ankle sprain the final few weeks of the season. He only had negative two rushing yards in his final three games. Still went over 510. Still threw 29 touchdown passes and completed 71% of his passes. Do you think he could have the same year, though, without Kenny Dillingham as his OC? I don't. I don't. I can't trust him. You know I call him Bo Picks. He loves turning the ball over. Uh, The game that is a tricky one is Week 2 against Texas Tech on the road. Now, that's going to be an interesting game. 
at Washington, at Utah. Some tricky spots, Ryan. Bo Nix is a gamer. Like, I will give him that, you know, and he has a short memory. He'll do some plays that'll have you scratching in your head, and just if you're a fan, you'll want to rip your heart out. But he also makes some absolutely crazy plays. Oregon's DNA, though, man, is just... Whenever they're in a spot to, like, win the Pac-12 or whenever they're in a spot, like, maybe they'll make the college football playoff, they always choke. They always have that game in them. And then they got some tough games on the road. So I do think Oregon's going to be an 8- or 9-win team for them. Losing Dillingham, I think, is going to be a big deal. So I would probably go under on the Ducks this season. Really? Yeah, I would. Here's the thing. I would. Like, okay, so Bo Nix, I don't know if he's going to have the same season. It's hard to complete over 70% of your passes two years in a row. But the running backs, man, the top three are back, and I love uh, Bucky Irving. I think he's a star. I think he might be the best back in the country that nobody's talking about because he's only five foot ten, 194 pounds. He's like my size. But after initial contact, he averages four yards, and then he averages almost seven yards per carry. Last season, four straight 100-yard rushing games last season. Even, I mean, I really like him. I thought they were going to be screwed when they lost Die, but Bucky Irving's the real deal. And then wide receivers, three of their top four are back. I can't wait to see what Tez Johnson does in this offense. He spent the last year at Troy, had over 800 receiving yards there. I know not you know, many people are watching Troy football, but I absolutely love him. So I'm excited to see him. Uh, Troy Franklin's also back, 15 yards per reception for him last year. I think this offense is going to be good. And then their offensive line only allowed five sacks all of last season. They lose some of those guys. They had to hit the portal. I don't think there's going to be a big drop-off. They have 90 career starts there. Um, Will Stein's the new OC. comes over from UTSA. They scored 40 points in eight straight games last season for the first time since 2014. So offensively, I think they're going to be fine. We'll talk about the defense when we come back. That's what Dan Lanning's known for. Can he Mm -hmm. turn that thing around?